Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast, everybody. I'm your host, Wes. I'm doing the intro today. Um, joined, as always, by James and Bailey. How are we doing today, boys? We're kicking ass, dude. Honestly, whoa, coming in here whoa. with another great episode. High energy. So um, high, high, high energy. energy because he did say he has a hot take today, which is yes. typically when he is high energy. <laughs> I just like to rile up the crowd. And we'll get to the hot take a little later. But this episode <laughs> is a mixology, boys. And we are drinking. That's correct. And we're oh. doing specifically, I requested at least, that we're doing beer cocktails. Uh, because I'm intrigued by the concept of a beer cocktail. Yeah. Um, it's a fun one. It's a fun It's very I, doable. Yeah, I, I I agree. I know James has a frosted mug, so why don't we let him go first so that he can pour oh, okay. all those mugs cold. Yeah. It's, it's becoming less frosted as we continue. Exactly. Um, that's why I'm saying you got to do it, man. All right. So I'm doing something that's like, I, I assume somewhat similar to I had at a restaurant one time. And I also, because I was at Horrocks shopping all of our many selections of beers in Michigan and nationally in the U.S. and all over the damn place. And mm. I was seeing all kinds of crazy stuff. And I was like, I could get like weirdly specific beers and mix them but i feel like i'm trying to make something that's a little more accessible if the listeners wherever you may be wants to uh try to make these so i tried to get it to be like something that you can find at least an equivalent of it doesn't have to be like take this brand of beer with this sure. brand of beer you know it's not anyway. a black and tan so the general principle here is this is a stout it is a specifically an oatmeal cookie stout that's less important Ooh. because I've had this stout before and I know it tastes generally like most stouts. <laughs> right. Stouts kind of have a pretty, um, a uniform, like caramel. Yeah. It's, it's heavy. It's like chocolatey. It's, it's, you know, not super bitter, but you can still taste some hops. Generally mm -hmm. speaking, it's a stout. If you like stouts, you've had stout, you know, stouts. I'm going to take this and I'm going to fill, I don't know. Oh gosh. This oh, is geez. already, it's so full and so incredibly frothy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> James Makes a Mess is the title of this episode. Nope, not all over my desk. I'm going to keep it keep it together. I'm going to fill this mug about halfway, give or take, with the rapidly rising foam. <laughs> um, oh, my God. We're going to let that settle. Half. We're going to let that settle down for a sec. Uh, anyway, the idea is to take a darker beer, in this case, a stout a relatively you know bog standard stout and then i'm going to take a sour that has like a berry kind of flavor to it and make kind of oh. like a dark berry kind of mixed beer beverage okay uh, so you're taking two beers and mixing them yeah so i'm doing a beer yeah, cocktail in the sense that it is a combination of different beers to make a different drink uh and okay. i know we talked about this when we brought up the idea of doing this that there are different ways to do beer cocktails you can do cocktails that have beer in it you can do beer combinations that are imitating cocktails and then you can just sure. be like mixing your your beers together um so that's starting to level out and it is much closer to halfway than you suggested <laughs> uh i don't know if you would want to <laughs> they make those one like shots you can do like they're beer yeah, shots beer. or yeah, it's a mini, mini beer. beer. Yeah, it's, those uh, are good. What is it? Yeah, I've... it's uh, liqueur forty three, which is like a vanilla uh, okay. liquor. 
that's like a proprietary whatever it's it's just a very specific mix of spices or whatnot in liqueur form (laughs) right but it's very vanilla heavy and then you just top it with a little bit of heavy cream and it looks like a little yeah it's like a little beer yeah shout out zach allen for getting me to drink one of those for the first time ever it was excellent yeah I uh, I had one for the first time a couple years ago, and that's the only time I've ever had them. And I was like, yeah, me too. Huh. Just, I was like, wow, it was good. But then I just forget about them. But it's like kind of a fun shot concept. She's got some head. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, it sure does, yeah. buddy. She's got some head. Now, let True. it be known that this mixed berry sour, I have not, A, I have not had this. Um, smells pretty good. I just got some on my nose. It is bright pink. It is so Whoa. incredibly pink. How does Which has been swallowed into the nothingness of the darkness that is the oatmeal stout. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can't tell. Try that berry one on its own. I'm, I'm interested to see, like, that sounds, I'm not going to lie, that sounds like a bad combination to me. <laughs> this is it's just a delightful tasty. little beer. I've had a lot of sours, and this is not, like, smack you around sour like a lot of them are. Like, a lot of them, you, they hit your lips and you're puckered. Sure. This is a little more tame, and... This one also kind of worked in my idea anyway, because it's very noir. Ooh, and it's already says it's dark, tart, and crisp. So I'm adding adding more dark to the dark and then making it tart and crisp and also fruity. Um, huh. I'm going to throw a little more in there. I'm trying yeah. to get this as full can, as I can without spraying foam all over the place. Wait so. for the head of that to... Yeah, go ahead and tell us what you've got going on while I get this set up. Bailey, do you want to go or should I go? No, I'm so confused on what you have going on from your oh, image. Okay, you all right, all right. <laughs> Let's all right. We'll we'll clear the room. Um, I made an actual cocktail where beer is the primary spirit of it. So right here, I have a Miller High Life, the champagne of beers that True. I'm going to open. Oh Jesus! I don't think that's a twist. Not off, sponsored, actually. but should be. Well, it should be twist off. Advertising. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I have a bottle opener right here. Anyways. I'm going to take a big sip out of it, just because it's nice. Oh, yeah, you're doing. That's crisp. Now, right here, I have my cocktail mix, which is um, three parts Aperol to one part lemon juice. Well, I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making a, uh, it's called a spaghetti, is what this is called. So I have my Miller High Life, and I'm just going to add two ounces of my... Now, did you do any? I don't know if you looked at <laughs> looked into this at all as you <laughs> spill it all over the place. That's what you get for making fun of me, almost spilling all over the place. Um, he went for it though. He went do you know it. like where? I mean, with all drinks, it's hard to really dial down the truth, but like where this originated, or when it originated, or like when it got its own name, or whatever. I do not know the origin of the drink. Uh, I read about it in a Bon Appetit article written by uh, Alex Delaney. Okay. Um, and he got one in Boston, so I think maybe Boston is where it's from, but I could be wrong. <laughs> if it wasn't from there, yeah. you can get one there. That's what you need to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. I'm a bit distracted because I'm trying no, to that, stand in a puddle. That oh. <laughs> beer really reminds me of uh, the Tequila Sunrises where you put tequila, grenadine, and orange juice into a corona yeah. bottle with a lime in it dude that's really mm-hmm. good i could drink those all usually day. you put a lemon wedge in the top of the bottle but i um cut my lemon wedges too big but uh it made a nice like pinkish color nice nice i respect it i respect it james oh. is yours uh settled down over there it's so good. uh it has it's it's a much more appropriate level of head compared to the the liquid inside here um, she said 
Wes, edit that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will bring a spoon. Bill. I'm going to give it a little jostle to give it a little stir-ish question mark. Big sip. That is pretty dang good, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> is disgusting. No, I, I really like it. It's not because it's not the stout isn't super bitter. It's just like it gives it a nice body to what would otherwise be like a pretty light beer with the the sour. But like the berries nice. It's just kind of like subtle. Like I said, this is not the most tart sour I've had. I almost could go with like a more tart one, but I, I appreciate this because this has a lot of the um, flavor and it's not like smothered by how sour it is. So it actually turned out pretty good. I I would drink this again and uh, again. I might do that if I get more beer. Nice. Well, now, so far we're two for two. Now I know what you boys are thinking. You're like, oh, what purple drink did Bailey make today? Uh, fun fact: <laughs> it's a color changing cup, so Whoa. it's not actually purple. Uh, I <laughs> believe in. I think we might have talked about this episode in the past. Of the, did we talk about beer cocktails in the past at all on the show? Was that? Like yeah, we talked about it on like two episodes ago. Okay. okay. Yeah. I believe I said I was going to make a beer mosa on that one, and that's what I did. Just OJ and uh, a bush latte, half and half, dude. It's just the perfect drink. I first discovered this from my boy Bryce on ice fishing, and he started pouring them up. And uh, honestly, they're the best ice fishing beer. And honestly, perf- perfect way to kick your morning if you're going out for a bender. So shout out to Bryce. <laughs> that drink sounds bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna so lie. Good. No, it's it's so dude, good. No, this guy is it's out so here good. shitting on both of our drinks. Yeah, honestly, Wes, your apple sounds flavors. like it tastes like shit. You're right. Okay, you're let's right. be I'm cool. a hater. I'm a hater because I do like light beer and I do like orange juice, so there's no reason I wouldn't like that one. <laughs> okay. I'm I just have cool. to I just have to say it sounds bad because it's got bush light yep. in it and I'm notorious. Yes. <laughs> well you well, can well, use any light beer. Yeah, Miller if you wanted. But uh did uh no, I'm gonna make you drink it on in the morning. When we uh, see each other Sunday, yeah, okay. Actually, All right, no, yeah. no, that's that's we're, we're pouring up m- beer moses. Pouring up just... beer moses when I do my egg speed run. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes. Be on the lookout for that. But um, yeah. Anyways, I believe we have a couple uh, taste tests this uh, this yeah. fine evening. I think um, we do. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start with mine. Um, unfortunately, I was doing a little research while James was doing his uh, introduction to his drink, and I was bamboozled by the name and found out the actual company doesn't. So I've got an energy drink, Lamborghini. Uh, it's a Camino Lamborghini, but has no affiliation with the company Lamborghini. I thought it did (laughs) when I bought it. It has now. You would be confused because it's called Lamborghini and the logo. It's yeah. like a blatant real oh, yeah, I gotta make my camera some, bigger for this. Hold some, up again. It has the Lamborghini <laughs> logo, it has Lamborghini on it, it has the Italian flag on it. Dude. It's like everything that so is So what you set, bought is something that's about to be sued for a lot of this money. one is no because it's a whole company. It's a UK company. Okay. No, actually no, it's not a UK company. Obviously it's probably Italian. But uh it's some dude named Tonino Lamborghini is huh. behind the brand of the drink. It looks like they have like coffee blend too. You can get like hmm. their coffee cool. and stuff. But um, it's an energy drink. Yeah, it's like a oh. luxury energy drink is what Ooh, they label it. Wild. Is. Yeah, it's really, really weird. But it's a good crack. 
Oh, who would have thought? Smells like Red Bull, dude. All energy drinks <laughs> smell like surprise, Red Bull, dude. Surprise. They surprise, all kind of taste like that, too. Oh, cool. A more flat version of Red Bull, dude. This thing is just Red Bull, basically. <laughs> that sounds fine. They don't yeah, have, it's actually like, worse than um, Red Bull. They don't have some super proprietary, like, this is our special blend of things that give you energy, and no one else has right. it. Uh, the secret ingredient, unlike any other energy drink, no. is taurine. <laughs> no, it's all With like a an hint Italian of thing. No, everything yeah. on this can is like an Italian, I believe. They I can't see that text. It's That's probably imported, you know. Probably. Uh, it's what, Italian. You're telling me you can't speak Italian? What are you oh, speaking? no, I can't. Uh, oh, never mind. It's an IT, then there's an EN for English. So it. Oh, there's an English. Uh, Carbon <laughs> Taurine, caffeine, insulin, and vitamins. High caffeine content, 32, gram, 32 milligrams per 100 milliliters. How many uh, milliliters is it? Uh, 250. Uh, not really. Okay. Yeah, so it really doesn't. It's, like it's just like the tor- your typical taurine energy. Yeah, it's like 100 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, it's, it's like tastes- a cup of coffee. Yeah, it just tastes like a Red Bull without as much carbonation. So if okay. that's your thing, I would yeah. go do it. I got it at Meyer, but um, <laughs> I will not be buying fine. it in the, in the future again. I just saw but it. I thought it was cool, but yeah, buy Lamborghini. They can't all be winners, you buy... you know? Yeah, that's true. You can say you buy Lamborghinis in bulk. True. I buy them at a 24-pack at a time. <laughs> 24 Lamborghinis at a time. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, dear I think I think James will have a little more of an exciting taste test over there. Yeah, sorry, to I'm disagree. a little more excited about that. No, it's fine. All right, well, on my uh, continuing crusade to shell out for Torres chips, I went back to World Market. <laughs> my God, and I bought more chips. Um, I did have one off camera because I didn't want to have like an extended segment on chips again, but I'm gonna make one anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I respect, I respect it. Went back for the Iberian ham chips. Tried those the other day. They're like I don't mind them, but they're. I guess I would need. I need a more recent taste of Iberico ham, like Wes was telling us about what that is. It's like a cured meat. Um, but I so I it wasn't something that I was so familiar with that I could immediately put my finger on and be like, oh yeah, they got it like one for one. Um, I can assume that they did based on, you know, past experience, but like it didn't right. jump out to me immediately as, as something that I could easily identify, but that's probably because I haven't had that in, in like a recent, uh, scenario. So I can't really put my finger on it. However, uh, not improving on that at all. I've gotten caviar <laughs> chips. Now I haven't had caviar. I've only heard... <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard <laughs> the stories from people who have had caviar, and I raised this question, like I believe on the last podcast or the one before that. I was like, "Should I get the caviar chips if I haven't had it before?" And Wes said, "Yeah, just get it, and then just be like, that's what caviar tastes like." So just, now I will say that that is based on the assumption that that we kind of did last time. Uh, you tried these chips, is that the flavors are incredibly accurate. Um, so I'm assuming that the caviar one will be accurate, but also I find it kind of funny that we're going to ask, does that ca- taste like caviar? And you'll say, yeah, probably. Hey, that's, <laughs> that is what the answer is going hey, to maybe be. Maybe this will be like a good, like introduction to caviar though. Like a mild. Introduction. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, like it can very well. We'll just do it in reverse. 
uh, in like a week or so, in some amount of episodes from now, I'll get caviar and then I'll try it and be like, yeah, that tastes like those chips I had. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I have since figured out that the chips uh, are meant to be opened in a different way than I'm used to opening them. And that's why I had a hard time opening them last time. But let me know. And I did brute force my way into them. This time, I'm going to open them along the little perforation that they uh, planned for you to tear open. And uh -huh. now I'm going to give them a little... It, just smell like, so it smells fast. like the sea. I hope I hope they have, oh, it's just time. like ink squid dyed. Uh, oh, like they're, they're, they're just black. black. <laughs> yeah, It'd be kind of cool. They're not black. They're no, they're not. A very non. Is that a foldy uh, one? Hell yeah. They, yeah, they are potato looking. Very nondescript potato chip. Bars. It does look like a sick potato, like a pale potato. You know, could use some sun. Mm hmm. He's like, oh my god, I love mm -hmm. caviar. <laughs> Whoa. It's definitely like, once again, can't be like, oh, that tastes like caviar. I haven't had it. Tastes but, very, like, from the sea. I assume it's not too far off. I imagine like caviar. caviar to be quite salty. <laughs> These are potato chips. They're already salty. Yep. They kind of smell like fish food. Yeah, that sounds about right. You sound smell like you're eating caviar. <laughs> That's pretty close, actually, yeah. <laughs> I would say. They're not bad, honestly. I don't hate them. All right. Yep. Cool. Productive. There mm -hmm. we go, dude. That's why I like now to we hear. Know. Now well, you've had, we have know. you had, have you had, when you go and get sushi, like you get the ones that have, uh, like masago on them, like the little orange guys, yep. little orange eggs. Yeah. That mm -hmm. pretty much tastes like caviar with no salt. So it's pretty, they're pretty similar, like that I don't, caviar. I feel like when I get sushi with that on it, I don't experience those little bulbs like the little round things that much Saga. on their own like they kind of just blend into the rest of it yeah i don't really notice them that's fair that's fair but that that masago technically is caviar um but not in the way that you would typically think of caviar huh. well there you have it they are maybe probably accurate again <laughs> Rock on. love to hear it if you like caviar perhaps try these chips I think I'll try those chips uh, the next time I see you. If there's the bag is question around. mark. I believe so. Yes. This last weekend, I mean, by the time this episode comes this, out. Yeah, this past weekend. Whoa, that's crazy, huh? It's this upcoming weekend, but also it was last weekend as you're hearing this. Wah 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 wah. Whoa, trippy. Yeah. Um, James, I was very curious about your boil you had yesterday. How was, dude? Do deep dive into Yeah, do you want to like... Yeah, so I've been I having these lesions just pop all over my body, right? Well, no, hold on a minute. <laughs> veto, veto, veto. Keep going, keep going. Um, I was picking Let up some go. stuff at the store. And I was trying to find a uncut loaf of sourdough bread. I was surprised I couldn't find any at Horrocks. I'm like, I'm asking them to do less work. <laughs> I just don't want it cut. I want it whole because I was going to make some of that, like, cheesy garlic, like, pull-apart stuff when I make that pasta. Oh, you're going to, like, cut a grid into the top yep. and put cheese and garlic butter in mm -hmm. all the little nooks and crannies? Okay, yep. sure. Yep. Anyway, Which couldn't I... find non-cut sourdough loaves over there. So I roll over to Meyer, and while I'm over there, I'm like, Oh, maybe I want to do like a shrimp scampi kind of thing, like get some shrimps, throw that in with the pasta that I'm making, cover that in Alfredo sauce. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. Go to grab some shrimps. Also see they have on sale just like a frozen shrimp boil. 
And it's just like, it's all in the bag. You boil the water, you throw it in, you got yourself a little shrimp boil. And I'm like, all right, well, like a I like oil situation. It was like I two love... and a half pounds of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that big, I don't think. Um, anyway, I was like, I'll give that a try. It's on sale. So you open it up and you got um, the shrimps. They're, they're shrimp with the shell on. So they still have like that, like kind of lighter casing on the outside and their little feetsies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so you have to like thaw that out. They have little pre-cut like cobs of corn and a couple of potatoes in there as well. And then they have this big old like garlicky, saucy, you know, packet that's like the flavoring for the boil. And that's that's literally all there is to it. So you, I thawed it out, get the water boiling. You throw the, your vegetables in first to wait like eight minutes. Then you throw the shrimp in and then that boils for like five to seven minutes after that. And you have the, mm. the sauce. I put the sauce in at the same time. I put the, the shrimp in there. Honestly, not terrible for it's like, I mean, it's it, it's like making spaghetti. All you got to do is cook water. And that's like basically the extent of your job. It wasn't the best. Um, like, you know, obviously it's not like homemade or whatever, but like for a frozen thing, I thought it was really convenient. Um, I wish there were a little more vegetables than there were. It seems like they gave you a, a fairly generous portion of shrimp, but it seems like they could have given you like a couple more potatoes or something. But right. something to soak up the sauce. It looked yeah. pretty good for for what it is. Do you remember? If you don't mind me asking, do you remember how much it was? Like how much it cost if it wasn't on sale? If it wasn't on sale, it would have been like fifteen bucks. Okay, that doesn't. Seem... But I think there was enough there for probably like if it was like you and one other person, you could probably sit down and have that for dinner. Okay, it's like a solid two person meal. All it's right. not like you know compared to going out, that's not too bad. Like I, I oh. think I think you can get better food if you spent that money elsewhere. But like if you just want a, a easy dinner, like night in kind of thing, like it's it's honestly not bad. So right on. I've I've never been a fan of the boil, so I'm very curious on that whole. You never been a fan of a low country boil? No, because I think the seasoning, any like one I've personally have had, has the flavor has been quite bland. So I've uh, always what? been like that's like isn't that like Old Bay is like the Old Bay has like yeah, the, the freaking. Uh, I get monopoly it. on that market <laughs> yeah, no 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 I, I i'm definitely probably in the minority on this one but i don't i like i don't mind old bay it's just like it just seems like when it's all i don't know i just me personally I've never no liked. i like I the corn's very bland the potatoes are always bland dude the yeah onions, it's like it's bland it's like yeah i mean nothing like seems like to like stick i don't know yeah a lot just, of people a lot of people put eggs in it, and they have like boiled eggs in with yeah. their. That's yeah. weird, right? Or like I don't know. I'd, eat, I'd sense, eat one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd eat it. I just like the idea, the concept of it is just not like a super appealing thing no, to it's, me. And then also, like the only good part of the boil to me is the sausage. Like none of the seafood ever turns out good. It's like it's kind of like tin foil packet meals too that like, people cook over the <laughs> fire and everything. Pack. Yeah, I yeah. hate a foil pack, dude. They're most bland shit too, dude. Well, yeah, it's not like... supposed to taste good. It's supposed yeah. to be Yeah, see why would I eat it? Easy you know what I mean? Camping. You know what I mean? Though? I think yeah. if like, people don't know what they're doing too, like shrimp is so easy to overcook. Like it cooks oh, so my fast. God, and they like and it's not like a food where you can kind of overcook it a little bit and be like, "Oh, it's fine." Like it's like it's, it cooks very fast, and when you overcook it, it's bad. Like, it's actively yeah. bad. You don't want to eat it anymore. There's no gray area yeah. for shrimp. It's like perfect, 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 perfect ruined. 
Yeah, exactly. There's not, there's not a middle ground in there because there's, then honest, it's like it's, it's like better it's, rubber. It's probably better raw than it is overcooked. In my is what I well, saying. yeah, I've had shrimp yeah. uh, sushi. Well, <laughs> well, isn't that aren't those like shrimp still like cooked? Typically, like, yeah, like Usually the cocktail boiled. shrimp are like are already pre-boiled and stuff. You cocktail can, shrimp you can, you can get, buy cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get raw shrimp sushi. Like I used to do that. Okay. We used to do. Okay. Um, did not know this. Oh, let me think. Uh, what was it? Ama ebi, so sweet shrimp. Hmm. So we'd get like tiger prawns, um, and you break the head off, and you take the head shell and everything, and you would like we coat it in cornstarch and then deep fry it, and then while that's in the fryer, uh, you'd split the tail and pull the meat out in one big chunk, and then marinate it in ponzu, and then serve that as sashimi. That so you'd have this good. like just totally <laughs> raw, like this big shrimp tail, like you know four inch long shrimp tail, hmm. um, like butterfly, so it's flat. Yeah, with ponzu, and then a fried super crunchy like you can eat the whole shrimp head like the shell and everything after it's been in the fryer now, for so long are you do you like prawns more than shrimp because i'm very intrigued in the prawn world right now i want to get some prawns uh, yeah i like a prawn it's a little closer to a lobster uh okay. or like a lang like a langoustine i don't know sort what that of is. that that's like a big prawn they're all okay. kind of the same I just oh, assume whoa. it's like a big tasting shrimp <laughs> yeah. is what I assumed it was. Yeah, t it pretty much is. Like when you get into that sort of world of crustacean, I find that the differences between like prawns, shrimp, langoustine, they're all like so similar. Um, yeah, I to be entirely honest, I don't really know what the technical difference is between those things. Okay. Huh. <laughs> like Dude, culinarily or like <laughs> biologically because there's probably you know um, either honestly i don't yeah. really <laughs> understand the difference i've never looked into it and it's never really like come across my desk as it were um now james i do have another question for you though sure when you when you made this boil um how how long did it take you to boil a pot of water oh man um well, see, I don't like to. It depends on the oven you have too, because like, I have like a gas Sorry, burner, you boil water so I don't oven. like to. Well, I have a gas <laughs> burner, so I don't like to scorch the bottom of my pan, so I don't throw it up as high as it can go if I want it done faster, because I don't uh, want to scorch the bottom of the pan. Yeah, I definitely do that. I definitely yeah. do that. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, yes. Right. So, like, at at a like medium high heat, it probably took me like uh, twenty five minutes to get it Ooh, like rolling boil. That's way too long. Listen, I have something for you. I'm going to send you High a link. heat. I want you guys <laughs> to check this shit out. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. This is a thing called the impulse stove. All right? This is okay. like... I'm Now, I have an electric stove at my house, and I hate it. But this is a new kind of electric stove that is absolutely like... I was blown away when I first saw this thing. Boils a liter of water in 40 seconds. It boils Ooh. a liter of water. Only $5,500. Well, well, let's hold on. We're not going to talk about that. said, price. hold on. It says up to 45% additional savings with expected federal rebates. Ooh. Right, because it's a battery stove. It oh. runs, so you can plug it into your, you have it like a, it installs like a regular stove. You have it plugged into like a 120 volt or a 240 volt outlet, like the same way you would any other electric stove, mm -hmm. except it has a 10 kilowatt battery installed inside the stove. Uh, so you're not so always can, using energy technically, right? 
Right. So usually you can just run it. Like typically when you turn it on as a stove, it can just run at three kilowatts and just operate. So that means if there's, you know, power outage, you can still use it because it's battery power. Yeah, you can plug your phone into it unlike, and charge it. <laughs> unlike your, unlike your, like, and that's that's a huge argument that people have for like still like still using a gas stove. Which I love a gas stove. Don't get me wrong, they're wildly inefficient. Like only like yeah. thirty, only like thirty five percent of the heat produced by a gas stove actually ends up in the pan that you're cooking with. Most of it just heats the room around you. Sure. Um, and the big argument is like, oh, well, what if the power goes out and I still need to cook? Uh, here's a little secret. If your power goes out, there's a safety valve that shuts your gas off, too. Like, a <laughs> lot of gas stoves just shut off if you don't have power. So, like, this thing is sweet. Um, the thing yeah, is boils, sick. Boils a it's pot just... of water. 40 seconds to boil a pot of water. It has boiling Dude, I... mode. I just like the electronics on it. The yeah, the, it. it's got this big, yeah. like, LCD screen in the middle. And uh, instead I'm such of having an easy like, cell. <laughs> I am too. Instead of having like like numbers like oh turn the stove to seven, it has a direct gauge where you can control the temperature. Right. So it has a yeah. thermometer. Hold on, my cat's getting into stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you rat. Um, Oliver. Yeah, it's. Uh, it does He's say it can cream. run off of a normal one twenty uh outlet so you wouldn't yeah. need like a special hookup for it nope. like some you don't need a special uh, electric stoves do yeah exactly it's so so sick it looks really sleek the, the all the knobs are magnetic um but you control like by turning a knob to turn the stove on you control you directly control the temperature of the stove instead of just uh like a ballpark number on a dial between one and ten mm. which i think is extremely cool so like I can set, I could set that thing to 375, and then put a pot of oil on it, and then I'm deep frying at 375. No thermometer necessary. Like I can just, if I want to, I could turn it to you know 130, and then put a pot of water on that stove, and I could sous vide on my stove without a separate appliance. It's just there are so many possibilities with this thing. I see this as like a huge, huge, huge innovation for a home cook. Like. This is a huge deal for me. Um, right. I'm sold. Five to five hundred dollars later. Yeah, the problem is it's like six thousand bucks. Like, if I if I owned a house and I had I was in the market for a new stove, this would be at the top of the list, hundred percent, no question. I love a six burner Viking stove, but this is like wicked cool to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's sick. I mean, I don't know. Looks really nice. I, I think the problem there, but... with everything else, though, is like, you know, it's cool, and obviously, you know, they're not gonna make it and have it die the next day. But if that battery dies, you're basically gonna have to buy a brand new stove again. Is like, because you know, the battery's gonna be like ninety five percent of the cost of the unit. You know, I don't even, I don't even but think I that's mean, the case with this, though. It's a small I mean, battery. I'm, but also, I'm not buying. To be fair, the like the battery thing is cool. But me personally, I'm not buying it for the battery, and you yeah. can still use the wall outlet. I'm using it because it looks sick as shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you can get a cheaper thing if you want it to look cool, but <laughs> but I respect. You're, it. No, you're definitely right. It has that, that yeah. sleek, like modern, minimalist oh, yeah, kitchen for sure. look. It like also is like even outside of the fact that it's electric and has a battery and all the other cool stuff about it. Be just the simple fact of being able to directly control the temperature of the stove element is huge. Like that is a massive, massive innovation to me. 
Right. Like that's that's enough for me. Yeah. Instead of just turning the stove to s- roughly six and a half, like what does that mean? Nothing. So, yeah. I don't know. Dude, and then that, I mean, that is true. Like I never know right? where to put turn my knob. I'm like, yeah. It says like medium high heat, but at the same time, I'm like, okay. Like, so like when you, when is, you that, read a... is that like a six or a seven? Because like you know right. what I mean. Well, when you when you read something that says medium high, where do you put the knob? What's probably, what's the number that you go to? Probably, I probably do six closer to seven. Okay. Um, James, do you have an electric stove at home? No, I have gas. You have, a, you have yeah. gas, right? You said yeah. that. I mean, what, it's all relative, yeah, though, anyway, because there's no like it's it's the same thing with um, coffee grinders have like the same thing. Um, it's anything that puts like just a. It, the numbers are there for show. It gives you no actual information unless it's a measurement of what you're setting it to. If I set my coffee grinder to like, you know, six, that means literally nothing if I go to any other coffee grinder unless I like measure the actual like sure. size of the particles and be like, at this stage, that's what it's making. And then I'd have to do that with the other one to calibrate it. They're all arbitrary numbers unless you're right. measuring specifically like what you're doing like what the temperature is what is the grind size going to be you know totally that's why i like this so much is because you can read a recipe and be like oh i have to cook it at this temperature like i'll just turn it to that yeah there's no guesswork there's no guessing it's Mm -hmm. like just doing it like because the interesting thing is you said you do what like six and a half closer to seven for for medium high my medium high is like almost eight exactly for medium high yep you know it's just like it so so you and I would read a recipe that says medium high and we would cook it entirely differently. Yeah. Well, I mean if you're you know, if your stove's on a scale of like one to nine versus like one to fifteen, then yeah, obviously it's gonna have a very different Well yeah, and then your if your stove your thing is. Yeah, if your stove goes to fifteen, then you're the fucking guy from Spinal Tap who has his goes <laughs> to eleven. Yeah, maybe you want the fire to like shoot out from the burners, <laughs> you know, it's all thing. <laughs> another benefit of a gas stove though is like i can put a pot on it and i can just turn the dial and i can look at the flame and i can judge yeah. like where it's at that's oh a good yeah, yeah that's you a know, good point but, just get a blowtorch honestly. basically what i'm saying is if you're in the market for a stove and this is in your budget buy this stove from this startup it is so sick super duper cool the all the little knobs are magnetic and so they just pop off for easy cleaning oh Pretty that's cool. sick yeah. The more you know, they sold me on uh, removable buttons. But uh, uh, <laughs> they, they, you know something I just learned though about like since we're on the topic of kitchen appliances, and I did mean to talk about this previous. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a beard hair in my mic. Jeez, that's hot. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, Stayed in the show. Is did you know toasters? The numbers don't mean minutes on it. Or am I just like the only one realizing? <laughs> I you know. I did know that, but I learned it pretty recently. Yeah, that's... I learned that within the last year, probably. Yeah, I just learned it myself. I was like, what? And then I guess I, I was like, well, I guess bread isn't probably toasting for three minutes or like four minutes, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's a like... long time to toast a piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh. But I guess it's just like brownness or like... It's, I like it's just another like arbitrary scale. They could just put like dashes on it and not give you any like actual numbers. Right. It would be yeah. the same thing, like, you know? My mom's, I think my mom's toaster has, instead of having numbers, it has a series of dots ranging from very small to very big. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that's the measure of doneness. Like that's, I, guess, I actually have sense. a toaster that has the, it has the knob with the numbers, but it actually shows you a timer. So if I, I set it to something, I could see what 
time that actually like that's, equates to yeah. yeah that's how i learned that it's not they don't like correlate because i'll set it to like two and it says like a minute and 15 seconds and i yeah. turn it to three and it says two minutes i'm like what <laughs> doesn't make sense the best setting on my toaster i don't know about you but I'm like a four or five. Kind of guy. Have you guys Ooh. seen the toasters though with the digital like Depends. screen though, and it like will show you like a load. Oh yeah, you click like... a picture of the toast <laughs> yeah. you want. I think yeah. those are so cool. Crazy. Like once again, I get sold on dumb shit, but it's dude, like, it's, that's, like, that's, like, that's like those smart fridges that have like a digital display showing you what's on the inside of my fridge. That's I'm like, dumb. that's great, but I could just open it and see what I have on the inside of the fridge. Well, yeah, but then it gets the cold out. No, nah, I'm I not think... standing there that long. <laughs> for some for some reason, I think the toaster thing is cool. And the fridge thing is stupid. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I feel that way. But that's what's in my heart of hearts. Like, yeah. it's also just like a neat, like, party trick. Like, you have guests sure. over and you're like, oh, how do you want your toast? Come and point at how you want your toast done. Yeah. I will say uh, with some of those smart fridges, I like the ones that have the, um... No, they're typically the ones that have that same kind of like, oh, here's what you have inside. But I like the ones that will let you know when you're out of something. And then it's like, do you want this like on a grocery list? I'm like, actually, yeah, that would be kind of helpful. <laughs> no, nah, I'll just make my own grocery list. because Yeah, if but I don't... then you're going to forget something. You're going to be like, oh, I thought we had. Well, oh, yeah, wait, we didn't. It's part of life. It's part of life. Well, also, like, make your life more of... efficient, bro. <laughs> I'm, my life is pretty efficient, but my like part of me making my grocery list is the morning I go grocery shopping before I go to the store, I clean out the fridge and I throw away old stuff. Mm. If I have a fridge that tells me when I'm out of something and makes a grocery list for me, I have no reason to clean out the fridge and I will never do it. I have no, well, you'll still have <laughs> like, things that go bad. I assume. Right. No, 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 no. I will not do it. <laughs> like there will be stuff in my fridge. I'm like, what, this has been in here for what? Three months. Yeah. I guess I should throw it away. At the at this point in my life, I I know this is insane because I was talking to my coworkers about this literally earlier today. I clean out my fridge like once a week, like all the time. Constantly that's cleaning good. out my fridge. That's pretty good, I, actually. But I that's think that's crazy. also yeah, it's insane, right? Like nobody does that. But also, I think that has something to do with just my line of work and the way that I am. Yeah, I'm maybe. sure more chefs know. are like that. But I guess if your coworkers are thinking you're crazy, I guess chefs aren't like that. But uh, well, yeah. <laughs> The more you know. The more, the you, more know. you know. <laughs> the more you know. I mean, I also do this kind of thing. I like <laughs> label stuff with blue tape and write on it in a sharpie, so I know when things go in the fridge. Oh, dude, that's that's cool. Like I was telling you about, like those little like plastic containers. That I think are way better mm. than like Tupperware. Like, yeah, yeah, deli the, containers. The, like, yeah, yeah, deli containers are so much better. Yeah, they're sick. Of, like, they're awesome I bet your smart that. fridge could just mark it down when it goes in, and then tell you when it's going to expire. I don't want any appliance in this house that's smarter than I am. Well, well that's your phone's in the house with you, right? <laughs> your computer. Well, yeah. No, I know. I'm on thin ice already. Any 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 electronic <laughs> appliance technically. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking about I was thinking about getting rid of my blender. <laughs> because it's smarter than you? It's I'm threatening concerned. you. I'm concerned. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's borderline. That's so funny. Um, well, Wes, I, uh, I have a hot take that I, we'd mentioned before in this episode and All right. I know you might get mad at it. I think James could be a little more willing and open-minded about it. Okay. But went to B-dubs today and it made me really think that, is that a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got cauliflower wings there and I th honestly think 
all flower wings in general are better than it. boneless wings. Wow, specifically boneless. No, not better than like a no, 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 no. Traditional will always have the upper hand. Traditional's goaded. Yeah, that's always goaded. But honestly, if I'm in between going boneless or cauliflower wings, I'm going cauliflower wings. Interesting. I don't think I've ever had a cauliflower wing. Oh, really? I I don't think so. I can't. If I have, I can't remember it. I would be open to it. I do enjoy. Go to B-dubs. Go to B-dubs and try their cauliflower wings. I know you. I won't go to B-dubs, but I'll try cauliflower wings sometime. (laughs) I think Boss Cider has uh, cauliflower wings at least sometimes. So maybe we'll go there. I had wings last night, so I could have had cauliflower wings, and I didn't. Yeah, just make your own. Actually, what were you even talking about? Make your own cauliflower wings. Yeah. I don't have cauliflower in the house. Wow. Um, I'm be honest. I thought this was going to be more of a hot take, but it I seems like it's pretty mild. Well, what kind of so- okay? What kind of sauce did you get with your cauliflower? I did I honey. Bar- I did honey barbecue and garlic parmesan. Okay, garlic parmesan uh, sounds dope. Um, honey barbecue, I, I feel less good about, but I'm not a huge <laughs> barbecue guy. Okay. Um, I, I usually like, I like the set like of the... sauces that you'd get with cauliflower wings would be totally different than the set of sauces you'd get with regular, right? Um, like I don't know. Potentially potentially maybe. um i guess you don't have that yeah maybe a little bit but like i i also like asian zinger caribbean jerk on it too i think caribbean jerk oh, would Asian be really good, good. yeah caribbean jerk would probably be great on there too yeah. yeah but i mean oh i mean yeah no i went with the, just the classics today i mean if we're going off best flavor sauces at beat-ups it's definitely the garlic parmesan but yeah their garlic parma is good i don't typically like beat-ups i don't like their buffalo um so I don't really go there often, but your your go to wing places, wings, etc. Yeah, wings, etc. is my go to wing place. Do they have cauliflower for wings there? for a chain? Uh, probably. I didn't look because I got the same thing I always get when I went there last <laughs> night. <laughs> or Heather picked it up on her way home from uh, the store. Mm. Oh, you have a pizza night tomorrow night, don't you? Pizza. Oh yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. Oh yeah, I totally do. Have, I totally forgot. Thank you for reminding me. So yeah, tomorrow's jealous. pizza night. I've got so much going on tomorrow, though. I've got it like apartment tours because I'm moving. Hopefully soon. Oh, you're moving? Um, hopefully, we'll see. Really? I want a place with a bigger kitchen. <laughs> my kitchen is closer tiny. to the pizza place. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm trying to move farther away from the expressway. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, yeah, I'll probably end up over there for pizza, though. I I have been wanting to go back, because they have a ton of interesting stuff on their menu that I haven't tried yet. Um, okay. They've got these little, like, they make, like, savory... It's almost like a cinnamon roll. Like, it looks like a cinnamon mm. roll. It's like a spiral of pizza dough with, like, cheese and pepperoni and shit in it. It looks really good. That does I want to try good. that. Um, yeah. No. Sounds good. Honestly, I'm dude, sure it would be. Honestly, I think these miniature Hershey's, are, uh, this package is a superior version of Hershey's. <laughs> You're just like having a snack while we record. Yeah, well, uh, listen, I had Hershey's. You know, he's having chocolate. Maybe you should just have a snack so you don't feel left out. <laughs> yeah, today I'm just going to, I don't know, eat some pork rinds. Cause that's eat a Lego, dude. Eat, eat one of those Legos. Legos behind you. Right, hold on, I have Legos in my drawer right here. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> but morning. no, just I... Uh, my uh, graveyard. The reason I got these is because since it's a mixology, we can talk movie, dude. I uh, watched the new Wonka movie for the second time. I actually bought oh it God. yesterday. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> dude, I, really good? I, I think it's the best Wonka they've ever made. The idea so they went like... to the theaters twice to see it. Then, no, yeah. 
I bought oh, okay. I bought it on Amazon. Oh, okay, well, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, if anybody wants to watch it, my info is Bailey. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> just give out your Amazon. <laughs> People just shipping you random bullshit. We started doing movie nights, um, with my sister. Oh, and hell I was yeah, like, dude. oh, the first movie has to be the new Wonka. And she hasn't seen any of the other Wonka, so I was like, this is perfect. Dude, she goes, yeah, the movie's okay. I just didn't like the scene <laughs> part. Because it's she more of like a musical. Yeah, oh, she <laughs> likes horror movies is what we've, we've learned. She really like horror movies? Yeah, dude, she watched The Conjuring and was like, that's a great movie. What the and fuck? Wasn't, like, wasn't scared. <laughs> Crazy. Dude, she's a psycho, dude. But, she um, scares me, man. You have her watch yeah, the Gene Wilder. She's, she's the Gene Wilder Wonka. Yeah, yep. I, would, I would deserve it, probably. See, I think that's the worst one. What? I love the Johnny Depp one. Oh, that was that was your hot take for the day. Okay, you <laughs> me out with the other that one. That's not the hey, worst one. There's no way that's true. Look, Bailey, you've said a lot of really stupid shit on this show. <laughs> that might top dude, the list. I understand. The Gene I... Wilder one is the worst? Are you kidding me? I, dude, I get it, dude. I'm in the minority once again. But... Unbelievable. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Can I, I quit love the show over this? Is that you okay? are more than welcome to leave the show at any time? <laughs> but you do have to yeah. still edit this one. But oh, um, well, all right. I might as well stick around then. I'm gonna edit out I, where you said that that was the worst. <laughs> this whole conversation's gone. But no, I um, mean, dude, I love that Wonka, the Timmy, Timothy Chalamet. I like. I, I do like a for, Timothy Chalamet. I, it's know. such a good movie. Like, I love all the songs. I have like some of the like the music on my phone i um so are you serious <laughs> yeah dude it's a good it's like a good a playlist don't do you like other musicals though Story yeah musical like the greatest person. showman is one of the yeah. greatest musicals of all time hairspray was good um, hairspray is pretty good um, rent you ever seen rent i haven't seen it no i probably should though no like you musicals. definitely should if you want to talk about good musicals rent have you seen hamilton like the play yeah or is there a movie there is there a movie uh, it's on disney plus it's like a recording of the show oh no dude i haven't seen that i haven't seen that what dude i just i didn't know know they made a movie of rap opera about hamilton oh i know miranda dude i know of the broadway show i just don't know didn't know they like recorded it and put it out like yeah it's on it's on disney plus uh the lion king musical is super good the book of mormon uh, huh. Jesus Christ Superstar, Cats. There's a lot. Well, Cats. Uh... Are you guys both musical people? I I don't. Know. No, it sounds like Wes is. I, Wes, you I, just I named like. Yeah, I know. Like... Wes is like secretly a musical lover, to... man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I used to go to frat parties, and I didn't want to participate in the actual party, so we'd go over to the side room, and we would just like hang out on the couch and play video games and listen to musical soundtracks. So what? that's like most of my <laughs> college was cool. This was like most of my experience with musicals. That sounded like soundtrack. a great time, to be honest. Oh yeah, it was great. I was friends with. Uh, I, I can't believe I haven't talked about it. Well, I have a lot of stories, so I guess I can believe I haven't talked about it. On the show, <laughs> but I was friends with uh, the honor guard of the frat, who ended up being my roommate, and then we were also super good friends with the vice president of this frat, and they had two houses. Uh, one was this enormous huge 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 house um and it was conjoined to a very small house oh okay um so we'd walk in the back door of the huge house the vice president would always come and just let us in so we'd get past the door guy and we'd walk through the big this huge like raging parties happening in this massive house the room is entirely empty except it's just jam-packed with people (laughs) and there's like the lights and there's a dj and everything 
and we walk through that and then we go to the side and open up a side door and close it and it's just silent and this is the part of the house like this is the smaller house that people actually live in <laughs> so there's like we'll like walk in and there's like a kitchen and there'll just be like a guy cooking dinner like right there <laughs> and then you like turn to the side and there's a living room and there's like a couple people just hanging out like playing naruto storm on the xbox 360 and listening <laughs> to the lion king musical yeah like, the Lion King, like my house <laughs> yeah it was great like it was it was a cool time um but no that's most of my exposure to musicals is that hmm. so you haven't seen that many musicals but you know the soundtracks to a bunch of musicals. i know the soundtracks to most to a lot of musicals i've seen a few i saw rent uh which was I mean, it's my favorite. I love Rent. I think it's a great musical. Um, I saw I saw the Lion King musical at the Wharton Center, which was super duper cool. Um, oh. There's been others. I think I saw Wicked once. Uh, there's a few. They're making a movie Wicked. Yeah, yeah. They Did are. you guys know that's part of the uh, uh, Wizard, Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I just learned that. That's too like the whole idea. The trailer. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my voice is like. <laughs> This is crazy. Like, like, yeah, my favorite musical is Wonka. What do you mean Hamilton's a musical? No, the man hasn't seen the classic no, I, yet. I just, <laughs> no, that's fair. No, I knew Hamilton was a musical. I just knew, I didn't know they recorded it. And then my favorite musical is uh, The Greatest Showman. The, I've never seen The Greatest Showman. Oh, great Hugh Jackman film. Great. Hugh I do Jackman. like Hugh Jackman. I like a huge act man. Have you oh, guys yeah. seen, this is a... This is my effort to get us away from musicals. <laughs> okay, because I have a couple of those Deadpool too. 3, anybody see the trailers for that yet? Yeah, that's going to be a great movie. enough to watch yep. the trailer. Yep, we're going to be a great movie. I, mm-hmm. I, I love Deadpool, dude. Those movies are so funny. I love them. Yeah, they, I like they the are first really one. I haven't seen the second one. Oh, I'm a fan of Ryan Reynolds, so I don't know. There's like Did you say you're not a fan of the Ryan scene Ryan? I remember no, I the most from that's the one of okay. Skrillex coming in for a second there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? In which movie? The second Deadpool movie. Second Deadpool. Skrillex is in it. That's crazy. Yeah. Does he? Is, like, does he play Skrillex? Is that it's like, like what five he, seconds like, or something? I can't even remember the context of it. I remember him being like, "How dare you!" Like, I love dubstep, and then it's like bangerang for like five seconds. <laughs> stupid <laughs> that's great because that movie came out like way after skrillex was popular oh oh yeah big time yeah yeah that's very funny uh i saw the trailer that came out earlier today for the elden ring shadow of the Erd tree dlc that i'm very Ooh, excited about how's that, that gonna talking factor about into stuff. your challenge run <laughs> uh well i'll have the challenge run completed by the time it comes out mm. i'm hoping mm-hmm. um we have to complete our Baldur's Gate game first. Which yeah, have you guys died recently? No, we're no, so good at that game. It's unbelievable. We're probably no, the best people who've can... ever played that game ever. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but honestly, we are kind of breezing through it. Ever since, like after after like halfway through Act One, it's just been pretty easy. Yeah. Um, one day I will. That's lame. Uh, <laughs> that would suck. That would suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we get we get to the final like boss. A month. Field. You've been like a month going strong at this, dude. It'd be well. We have, it's funny because the last like thirty-five like, hours. Yeah, the last like two or three days too. It's been like Wes had to like reinstall an update or like validate his files. So like we tried to play like two days in a row and basically got nothing done those first two days. And then we finally yeah. got past the part that was like buggy for it. And now we're back in. We're we're still shooting for the end of the week. We we think we can. I think it. yeah. I think by. 
I think by Saturday morning we could have it done, like pretty reasonably. And then we can flex on all the haters with our gold dice. dice. Bailey's going to download the game and be ready to play right after we're done with this honor mode run. It'll be excellent. Eventually. Yeah, it'll be perfect. And Eventually, then we can play this Emperor's New Groove. Um, oh, yeah, that no. cool. once, once I get it and we do that evil run, there is no... <laughs> no one's safe. <laughs> Everyone Everyone's dying. <laughs> Every, no, no Dark Urge. Everybody No Dark Urge. You said evil Please run, man. Not that evil. There's a what? difference between, like... There's a difference between evil and, like, chaotic troublemaker. You know what I mean? Like, well, so there's a turn of Bailey... Bailey was going to go pretty, like, murderous. Wes, I know you and I have talked about how we don't even know if we can effectively complete an evil run because we both have consciences. And I feel like Bailey (laughs) is the man to shepherd us through an evil run. Like, as long as we have Bailey make all the critical decisions, he'll be like, yeah, screw those people. Murder them all. I don't care. There are points points like that in the game, Bailey, where it's like, like, oh, my parents, I'm lost. I've separated from my parents and I'm in this evil place. Can you help me? And you can just be like, no, go fuck yourself. I don't want to help you. And guess just what? Like, that kid, kid alone. That's that new kid's origin story, dude. And he's going to grow up to be a great leader, dude. I'll tell you what. Up. I'm going to pick a rogue with a criminal background, and then I'll be expired all the time, at least. There you <laughs> go. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we can... Uh... <laughs> dude, I'm excited for that. We can uh, we can discuss our plans for that after this episode while Bailey installs the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> any... Uh... Any closing remarks, boys? I feel like we've had um, a solid yes. episode. Yeah, actually, I do want us next episode. I have a taste test for all of us. Oh, it's, okay. two, it's a two-ingredient taste test. Okay. Well, it's very simple. It's a I duck mean, no and embryo. <laughs> I've been seeing a <laughs> lot of it so online. Much. Dude, that would be hilarious. Um, yeah, no, it's blue. Uh, the, <laughs> I quit. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of this online. I don't know if it's an old trend, a new trend, but... I'm seeing people do ice cream and olive oil together, and they're saying it's oh. fantastic. And people do uh, vanilla. We'll do actually. We'll do three taste tests. We'll do vanilla ice cream, olive oil. We'll do uh, vanilla ice cream, balsamic uh, glaze. People are saying <laughs> it's really good, and then people are doing like soy sauce too, and it says it's good. So With vanilla- okay. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, all of them have vanilla ice cream. Three separate bowls, obviously, but okay. Like, do we want to make a prediction about how this is going to go right now? Just gut instinct? Like, how I do think you think every, this is going to go? I think I'm intrigued about the balsamic glaze. I think the soy sauce won't work, and I think olive oil will be good and fine. I think just olive oil is a little weird for me just from, like, the olive taste. There's different kinds. Listen, depending on the bottle, <laughs> bottle, olive oil you end up with, it might yeah. be a different experience, I will say. Um, well, we'll, I think we'll it'll be fine. Like a- I think so. Soy sauce is actually going to secretly be really good because that's just like a salty sweet combo thing. I, mm-hmm. I don't see that being that troublesome. The balsamic. Now we technically had balls. Then we have a balsamic ice cream yeah. that mom made. My, or something. Uh, my mom made a shout out, mom. I'm number sure one she's fan. Listening to this episode at some point. Um, she. <laughs> I love that my mom loves this show. She. Uh, she made a caramelized onion ice cream that had balsamic vinegar. Yeah, in it, yeah. We were, which yeah, I know we've yeah, talked I about was, before. That was but... rough. That was rough. But... It was rough. <laughs> no, you're right. It was rough. Sorry, mom. That ice cream was not very good. Um, the blueberry one was nice. Where is blueberry ice cream? What the yeah, heck? she makes blueberry ice cream pretty frequently. Dude, well, that she, sounds, that's amazing. the one she should have made. Whoa. Well, she did make it. I tried it, but you guys <laughs> didn't try my mom's blueberry. You guys live closer to my mom than I do. That's <laughs> true. Do I'm going to go over to your mom's for ice cream. <laughs> I need, I need right the... now and demand ice cream. 
I need the bathroom. I know she's home. <laughs> I just called her. I just I just drove by your house actually yesterday, I believe. <laughs> of course your you did. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, we can wrap yeah. it up right there. Cool. Uh, thank you for listening to another great, amazing episode of Denver Breakfast. As you can tell, I do have a proper mic, and hopefully, you thought I sounded better. This episode. <laughs> yeah, you sounded bad um, last time, dog. Yeah. Well, go listen to the episode. It's worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the um, be sure to email us at Denver for Breakfast dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com uh follow us on instagram twitter find us on all socials tiktok um posting some fun stuff there we're doing some oh, yeah. cool content Fun's this rough. weekend boys egg speed runs a cook-off um yep. yeah super excited yep. for stuff that in our future uh maybe look at our new studio setup and try to get that figured out a little more but yeah Wes. hopefully hopefully um Thanks to Alexander Hume for these for our theme song, Steak and Eggs. You can find them on uh, Instagram and YouTube and Spotify and just around. The guy makes good music. Um, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace.